Welcome to Berna's Hot Take, where we discuss tactics, training, and tips so that if the time comes, you are prepared to defend. On today's show, we have Jim Vieira, the CEO of the Kingdom Group Protective Services. Uh, he not only owns a private security firm uh, that has been using Berna for a while now uh, in some very, very uh, you know pivotal roles out in California, but also owns a retail store for Berna and most recently has opened a training center in Manteca, California that really focuses on civilian training and groups of civilians and individual civilians and getting them in and giving them a great experience of how to incorporate Berna into their everyday lives in, in what is an, an extraordinarily professional, uh, very knowledgeable program uh, that, that is, I'm sure, going to be educating the masses out there in California. Hey, Jim, we really appreciate you joining us here, uh, you know, on the Hot Take Podcast. Uh, man, I, I, you know, I heard a little bit about your story and kind of how you have, you know, progressed through, through, you know, finding Berna and then really just taken off and everything that you're doing in California now, both on the private security side and the civilian side. And I was just so excited to be able to kind of talk to you and, and let you share your story because I think it's such a great story. So thanks for joining us today. Josh, thanks for having me. And uh, I, I just want to say that uh, we really consider it a privilege to be part of the Berna team. I mean, that's huge. Um, the vision was basically three years ago when I saw an advertisement on Fox and uh, avid Fox fan for the news and they talked about the Berna and I was like, this is cool. So I bought one and I thought, yeah, let's try it out. And I did. And basically I did, I'm not gonna lie to you, I shot it in the house. I shot it in the bedroom, drove the wife nuts. I'm like, hey, look at what this does. And it really wasn't about at that time because we had over 200 security officers that worked for our company. It was more about the house. It was more about personal. It was more about, hey, you try this. So the wife tried it and she goes, yeah, this is cool. I want one. I'm like, okay. So I bought her a pink one. Um, and then after that, uh, we just kind of continued on and like, okay, this is kind of cool. Then I called my my son and who lives in Texas and said, hey, I'm going to get you a burner. He goes, a what? So I sent it to him. He's a former U.S. Marine, jumped out of a lot, jumped out of a lot of bad airplanes and helicopters, um, and he loved it. And so, you know, we just kind of started there slowly, and then all of a sudden we're buying 10, 15, 20 for our staff, for some of our security details, um, and then of, of course uh, a lot of people that I know, I like uh, we do a lot of work with religious organizations. So I was meeting with pastors and their staff and you know just doing free training security safety awareness and saying, hey, by the way we're going to donate these to your your staff so that they can use them and that's kind of how we started and so uh it wasn't until um this year um unfortunately we had a, a fatality um in our company officer involved he was exonerated but needless to say a life was still taken and it's very, very sad when that happens. And I'm thinking, okay, how do we make a difference? The security officer mindset is different because it has to be perfect and it isn't always. And when you have someone that has a gun that has to make a lethal choice, that's a huge decision. And it's a huge burden. They have to be perfect every day. The mind has to be perfect every day. They can't be distracted. So being able to have something like burning at your side and just the fact when you pull it out and the size of the barrel, that's a deterrent in itself. You know, and those are the type of things that we love. It's just the way it looks, the way it feels, but the way it presents itself. And most importantly, 
how it responds, that it is not a fatal weapon. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's that's such a you know that's such a great way to kind of surmise that, and and, and it's it's so great that uh, you are you're understanding those options and that you you're you know being so vigorous about implementing those in that in that private security section. What what would you say on your private security force? What are, are they all armed? Are they? I mean, obviously some of them are armed, or do you have a a pretty even split of unarmed versus armed? I mean, kind of what's that split? Well, we're making some big transitions. Um, we are still do armed work because we do a lot of executive protection, but even then it's about educating our clients. But Josh, I got to tell you that we really are pushing and especially in California to go to a less lethal option only. I mean, if you go back and look at statistics, which I know you have uh, weapon involved, you know, the lethal firearm bad guy against just a, a standard um, civilian, let's say. 2% maybe with a weapon. It's going to be either a knife, a bat, a chair, a uh, you know, crowbar, who knows, right? But a gun, it's rare and far and few between. But the problem is because of the fear factor that is in people's minds right now and the woke generation that we are in, the mindset is, I need a gun, I need a gun, I need a gun. Even in executive protection clients, we want them armed. Well, why? And, and the thing is, People don't really understand. Yeah, okay, you've got a gun, but if I have to use that gun on your behalf, it's going to be a long, drawn-out legal process. It's, I mean, there are so many things that can happen, and I can still go to prison. I mean, it just, it, it's, it's insane. I mean, you, you look at some of the things that have happened with our law enforcement, right? They've got the bad guy. The bad guy shot somebody. The bad guy's out next week. So how do you think it's going to work with you and me and we do something with a firearm, they're going to hang us. So the burner really creates a mindset, first of all, that I have something that can protect me, my family, anywhere I go. But at the same time, I need to understand that it's used to disable my attacker so that I can evade. And that is the best thing that I love about Berna. It's a deterrent just by putting that, that launcher out. Somebody sees that barrel, that's a huge barrel. You put a sight on that, that's a whole different story. But if you have to use it, you know with confidence it's going to do exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah, and, and I can only imagine, you know, because we see it in the civilian side. Of course, we see it in law enforcement, and I, and I know we see it in private security. Just the lack of hesitation to be able to, you know, to – to actually take action against an aggressor. And I can only imagine in a place like California where like it, all the things you just talked about, all of that, you know, you, you draw a weapon, you draw a firearm and all of that starts running through your mind. Like, am I going to go to prison? It, you know, is this perfect? Is this the right situation? And you know, all that does is that, is that builds in that hesitation that gets you hurt or killed. And so I can see, you know, the, 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 on the private security side, especially too, that, with, with Berna, that lack of hesitation is going to allow them to respond so much quicker and more effectively than that, you know, than that hemming and hawing on, on what the right decision is. No, I agree. And, and also in California, I mean, it's all over the news. Insurance companies, from a business perspective, insurance companies are going like this right now. They don't want anything to do with California or, or you know, home insurance, auto insurance. It's going to hit liability as well. So if we can educate the insurance providers and the clients that, hey, we have a stopgap measure. It's not going to kill them, right? It is a less lethal weapon. 
but it is effective. You know, and that's why I'm trying to talk to theaters and, and school districts. And I mean, we have a huge group of realtors coming in on Thursday to our training facility for team building. So we spend a half hour with them about mindset. We spend time talking about statistics. We even pull up uh, stories that have affected realtors in the past, just not to scare them, but just so that they can understand because they're in those situations every day. They're showing a house, they don't know the neighborhood. They don't know who's gonna walk in. So again, it's all these things and the confidence that Berna brings to that is a huge piece. And I definitely want to get back to uh, to some of the training that you're doing, but um, you know, so so how long how long have you guys been in the private security business? Oh well, I've been in for over thirty years, but our company's been over twelve years. Yeah. And and so so in that time, at some point, you decided to kind of make the switch, or or when did you start kind of more of the retail, you know, kind of the retail aspect? Five years ago, we got into robbery suppression, and that was and and that was, I mean. It's the okay corral, unfortunately, but those are the positions that when someone says they want a robbery suppression officer, it's not just a, hey, how are you? You have a nice day. It's there's issues. So so explain that for you know, for, for kind of burning nation out there. What is robbery suppression and how is it different from private security? Robbery suppression is very specific that you are in tactical gear. Um, you've got to look proper, you've got to look squared away. Uh, and it's very, very important because your job is to prevent a robbery or acts of violence, someone that can hurt others or is a harm to themselves. And when you're carrying a gun and you're carrying a taser, maybe, right? And a baton handcuffs, I mean, that's that's your arena. But again, you've got to go through all the steps of, like you just said, do I use my gun? When do I use my gun? If I use my gun, is there someone else that's going to be impacted? If I pull my taser out, I've got to be close, right? other thing is, what if the guy's wearing a jacket, right? Heavy clothes, I'm going to lose. So again, the burner takes those factors away because you know what it does. You know that if I can't hit somebody in the chest, I'm going to shoot them in the legs. Whatever I do or the hand, it doesn't matter. As long as I can get them to understand you're not coming any closer to me, I'm going to mitigate that risk. And that's what's so powerful about this program. That's 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 very cool. That's the the kind of the the duality there is is very neat. So when did you get into? So re- fairly recently, I, th- I think you you've you started uh, you know really being a retail center uh, you know for Berna and Berta products. What what was it that kind of made you say we need to make this jump and we need to to really push into this market? Well, I've owned this company for a while, and I've always tried to bring things to our clients that are the best. It's no fun when you say, yeah, well, I think this is going to work, you know. And bringing products to a client is a whole different story than bringing services like executive protection, protecting someone's life or whatever it might be. So you want to make sure that when you bring that to the table, that it is the best. And that's why I personally got involved with Berna, using it myself, understanding how it works. And as soon as I got to that point where like, this is the game changer, that's when I got a hold of Luan and Steve and said, man, I'm in. I flew to Vegas. I did the law enforcement training. I'm in. And we're in 100%, 1,000%. 
So let's talk about your your retail center there because it's it's pretty awesome. And I've I've recently got to see some pictures and some video uh, of the center out there, and uh, I'm I can tell you I'm pretty jealous. It it looks really really cool, and uh, so I'll throw some pictures up, uh, you know, kind of for everybody to see while we're talking about it. But um, what was your kind of vision on when when you were building that out and you were saying, hey, this is kind of what I want? What was the vision there of of what that could be? Well, we thought first of all about our market. Right. So if it was going to be security centric, then we're arm wrestling with BSIS. We didn't want to go that route. So we really wanted to make it fun, inviting, enticing and exciting and educational. And so doing all of those things, it was about graphics. It was about presentation, um, you know, being able to have people come here, sit in the classroom, watch a big screen and go through a presentation and then be able to go out on the range and actually shoot. We've got barricades that we've built. We, instead of the lanes like you have in uh, Vegas, we have portable, um, what do you, I guess you want to call them portable shooting towers. So you actually can open the door and move forward into the lane. So it's like, it's like being in a range, only it's kind of wide open. And we do that because we can bring in cars to do break glass demonstrations. We can do moving barricades. We can go five feet, 10 feet. We've got pop targets. We've got silhouettes. We've got what we call the Bob, which is the, uh, you know, Bob. The less lethal kind of, or the, uh, the boxing yeah. dummy. So, um, and that works good too with the shotgun as well. So we're super, super excited about that. We wanted to make it really um, fun, a good environment. But what's really important is, after they leave the training classroom and walk into the shooting area, we treat it exactly like a, a range. They have safety glasses. They don't need ear protection, but it's it's a reverence thing. Even though it's fun, it's still a reverence thing because it's still a weapon. And then what I'm going to do for you um, also is I'm going to send you a video because we have a training table in the range. So they basically face the mechanism picture that shows how the burn is comprised. We put six of those on the wall. And so they have their own little bay. So we provide them with the burner. They can look at it. They have the rounds, but they also can understand the mechanism before they even come out and start shooting. So education is important. I love that. So, so, you know, and kind of leading there, when you're talking about education, what do you feel is kind of your breakdown of, I mean, who are you, who are you training? Who are you wanting to come out? You know, is it, is it all private security? Is it all civilian? I mean, what's, what's the, the, the goal and the vision there? Our, our goal right now is civilian based. I mean, we, we obviously will invite any security company that wants to come and train with their people. But again, Josh, that's going to be a mindset where they're going to have to really, you know, say, do I want my people doing this? So that's on them. But we're really moving towards the civilian. We're moving towards the religious organizations, the schools, realtors, construction companies. I've got a big construction company in Oakland that wants to provide burners to their actual foremans at night when they go out and check on their job sites. You know, all, all these things. Um, so, and as you know, and I love to say this, in the security industry, everybody can use our services. It's just the mindset of, do I need it or not? With a burnout, it's the same thing. Everybody can use a burnout. It's just the mindset, do I need it or not? Yeah, that's such a great, that's such a great way to, to put it. And, and 
you're, you're right. Everybody can use it. And, and you're yep. making that really, really easy by, by really connecting those dots. Cause there's a lot of people out there that, you know, maybe somewhat intimidated by it, or maybe somewhat like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to use it. Or I, don't, I less lethal force. I have no idea how to apply that or when to apply that. So man, you are really helping connect those dots and making it so much easier for people to feel so comfortable with saying, Hey, I've never had any kind of force options before. Maybe this is my first step. And now I feel confident in doing that. Or all I've used is guns in the past. And now you're, you're, you're making that connection of why options are so important and giving them such a great option and the training along with it to make them feel comfortable in having, having an option. So that's, that, that's massively, you know, pivotal, especially, you know, in the current, in the current climate right now. Well, with your with the less lethal shotgun rounds you have, it's a great example. We actually are going to be doing shotgun training, but not for like, you can't use a shotgun as a security officer anyways, very, very rarely. But this is about home defense. So the shotgun training literally is totally centric and based around the actual kinetic shotgun shell. And that in itself, again, it's, it's, it's a market that is untapped because people, they have loaded shotguns. A lot of people do, but then the fear factor is, oh, my kids, right? And although I keep my stuff locked up in a safe, a lot of people don't. And that's where you have those accidental shootings and things. So Josh, I believe that this will also help with the education, having less lethal weapons in the home and still being able to defend yourself, but not having to go before a jury of 12 and explain why you forgot to put a lock on your weapon or why you forgot to take your rounds, your lethal rounds out of your kid's hands or why your kid took your, your rifle or your handgun to school. No, you're absolutely right. And I can't tell you, I mean, I was a cop for the better part of two decades and uh, it, would, it would, unfortunately, it would probably take both hands for me to count you know, the number of incidents that I personally responded to of just that, of kids getting a hold of a gun and causing serious bodily injury or death to themselves or somebody else. So it, it's a, it's an issue. And, and you're absolutely right. This is a great way to, to really kind of broach that topic and educate them on, you know, how to make that so much safer. So I, it, once again, just another great aspect. So, um, so these classes that you're doing, you know, you can kind of, we can kind of use that realtor class you got coming in here pretty soon. Is this a pretty standard curriculum? Are you really tailoring this towards towards, uh, you know, towards that audience? Or is this, you know, kind of something you can expect? Hey, it's a four-hour class. We're going to go over X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, is it really, you know, that entity contacts you and you tailor a program for them? Yeah, so for the team building, which is how we identify this for the Realtor Group, it's about 30 minutes of PowerPoint presentation, which, by the way, we took excerpts from the actual law enforcement training manual that I used in Vegas. So it was very helpful. Um, so we take excerpts from that, but also we put in some case study uh, a lot of mindset. We talk a lot about mindset, security and safety awareness. And then we talk about scenarios. So let's say that I'm excited to have the burning. I want the burning. Okay. So the scenarios, what if I'm in this situation? What do I do? What if I'm in this situation? What do I do? So, because there's also the opportunity, Josh, to not fight at all and to flee. And that's the mindset too, right? You're showing a home, do you know where the exits are? If something happens, right, can you get out quick? If you can't, okay, well, now you know that, you know, this is what you have to do. So it's about thinking. I mean, as, a, as former law enforcement, you're like, okay, when I sit in a restaurant, am I going to sit to my back to everybody? No. 
you're going to want to see who comes in. Not because you're looking at everybody, because that's the way you're trained. So it's the same thing. It's about a mindset of not fear, but education. So all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, okay, now this makes sense. So that's, that's what we're really excited about is putting training and education in the hands of people as well with the burner. Man, that's I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Actually, I, I can't wait to come down and, uh, and and experience some of this too, and just see see what you guys are doing in person. So, um, your your training center is is where at now? Is it at Manteca? It's in Manteca, California. So we talked about putting it in San Jose. We talked about putting it in Oakland. We even thought about putting it in San Francisco, but we said, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. But then, you know, I live in Manteca, and and so. The Central Valley is such a wonderful place and wonderful people. We've got phenomenal law enforcement agencies. So we thought, what a great place to start. So uh, we, we secured some URLs. So we have Less Lethal California, Less Lethal NorCal. We have Less Lethal SoCal as well for Southern California because we do plan on opening up one in Southern California as well. Oh, that's fantastic. So how so if, if somebody wants to come out and one, if they want to come out and, and – and purchase some burna or burn accessories or the 12 gauge or anything like that or two if if you know they're interested in coming out themselves and individually for some training or you know for some for some group stuff what's the what's the best way to get a hold of you guys they can go to our website which is lesslethalcalifornia.com and they can actually go to the training request and they can fill in information they can ask for information uh, they can purchase burnas on our website we also have a link that when you go to the website, that they get 10% off if they put in a promo code. So they're already getting a great deal, which is fantastic. Um, and they can also call the office as well and request a, a, either a private time to come in. We're going to make ourselves as much accessible as we can to the public. We also have on our staff a former SWAT commander and chief of police, uh, Dean Capoletti, who is doing a lot of our training. So. We're really trying to build a very robust, incredible team as well. Man, that's, that's that sounds so fantastic, and you guys sound like you are definitely doing it the right way. I, I commend what All you right. guys are doing, and uh, and I love I love seeing you guys get out and push this out into the community. I think that's that's one of the best things that that we can do. So, Jim, I I can't thank you enough for coming on and, and telling us your story and talking about all the great things you guys are doing out there, uh, you know, for private security and and the community as well. So, Berna Nation, uh, you know, please go over to the website. Feel free to check it out. The link will be down in the description below. Uh, to see exactly what Jim and his team are doing out there. And, uh, you know, give them a call, especially if you're out in California. You want some more of that training. You really want to see what you can do uh, with that burn and really how to employ it and employ those less lethal force options, man. Uh, shoot them an email, uh, give them a call, and they're going to treat you right, and it's going to be an amazing experience, I already know. So, Jim, thanks again for joining us. Burner Nation, make sure you're subscribing to all our channels on YouTube and the podcast, downloading it on all your major podcast platforms, and then go over to Instagram uh, to at Burner Nation and Facebook as well to make sure you're staying up to date on everything that's coming out uh, and all the new releases so that the time comes, you are prepared to defend.